Welcome back to Industry Change. It's Richard Deternji, and today I've got Malcolm Gunning aboard. Welcome. Glad to meet you. And Malcolm is the president of the Real Estate Institute of Australia, the REIA. I wanted to talk to you because I just think that with every industry and the change of industry, uh, I love to understand how that industry body is moving forward, is, is looking at the past, is looking at the future and kind of figuring out what to go. Now, the Real Estate Institute of Australia, the REIA, is uh, well known in this space and uh, you deal with a lot of that market and all of that change and I'd love to know a little bit more about how, how your, your peak body has actually made the shifts and made the adjustments through all these changing times and technology and Airbnb. How have you kind of dwelled this process? Well, the Real Estate Institute of Australia has been going for, I think, 110 years. And in the various states, have been going for 120, 130 years. So there's been an evolution. Real estate's changed dramatically from, you know, the 19th century through to here we are in the, in the 21st century. Yep. And the big challenge for uh, particularly residential real estate is the amount of change that is coming down the line now, particularly yep. through what we see happening in the rest of the world, is dramatic. We've never seen anything like this before. So mm. the industry itself has to be um, has to adapt very quickly. And in the past, yep. we haven't been nimble. Um, change has been slow, and we've hidden behind or relied on regulation because residential real estate is highly regulated in most of the states. Sure. So there's been a little bit of complaints and complacency in as much as well. We're regulated. We're licensed. Everything will be okay. Everything's okay. Right. But as we know with Airbnb and yep. with Uber, yep. what they did to those industries. Mm. So we're looking over our shoulder and saying, what's coming? Right. And we're going to move quickly. Mm. It's a really interesting point you say there because, yeah, it's, it's industries that um, have been pretty stable and all of a sudden... There's a new player on the block uh, with a lot of backing, a lot of money behind it, a lot of change. Sitting in, I almost like say, the grey area where they're not kind of, they're not, they're not kind of coming to the front. They're just playing on the outskirts, but all of a sudden they just, they're, they're right on your doorstep then. That's correct. And we can see that with uh, a range of um, areas. Look, you've got, you've got portals coming into uh, the property management area. So you're looking at really having a platform mm. where property owners and tenants can match up. Yep. Uh, so the property manager's pos- position will be eroded. Yep. Uh, then you've got rate my agent type yes. of arrangements. Yep. So, you know, you rate your restaurant, you can rate your doctor. Mm. You know, you rate for accommodation. So you're going to rate the real estate agents for sure. So a lot of real estate agents say, hang on here, we don't like this, but the public do. Whatever the public want, the public are going to get, and that's the big thing that's in real interesting. estate. Whatever the public want, whatever the consumers want, that's what they're going to get. That's what they win. Correct. Mm. So hiding behind a, a, a registration yep. or that type of thing, you're not going to win business in the future. Mm. And I've been around for a long time. But look, look at my age, my lack of hair. Well, I've got the lack of hair too. So. <laughs> but... But you, um, one thing that we have to be um, good at in real estate, and we, many of us are, yep. is to be nimble and quick and change with the time. Look at, I suppose, the biggest example, Richard, is we all used to sit around on a Saturday 10 years ago, sure. have a coffee, yep. and read, read, the, uh, read the real estate ads where we're looking at leasing or buying property. Sure. 
what do we do on Saturdays now? You sit with your iPad looking at the portals. Straight through, yeah. Okay, and that's 10 years. You've seen Fairfax go from the rivers of gold from the classified ads mm. of a Saturday to now being a fraction of what it was um, and prints starting to disappear. Well, yeah, I saw an advertiser for one of those one of those uh, real estate portals saying, if you're not on our platform, you're not, you're not in the game, you're not in the real estate game. I thought, you know what, if they said that five, seven, eight years ago, it would have been, yeah, sure. But if you say that now, it's like, well, it's pretty much factual now. People are looking in a different way. When we talk about marketing in our company and we educate any business about how to market, the first thing we always talk about, especially today, and I don't think anything will change, is building trust in the marketplace. Now, I found that real estate agents have known this for a very long time because I see, and for years, you see a flyer in a mailbox. It might not be the most appropriate thing now, but you still see their picture on the flyer. And then you see the billboard with their picture. And then you see the the, the house is sold by this agent. Now, other industries haven't really... They're taking up that offer now. They're taking up that process now. But I found the real estate market always did that process. I'd love to know who kind of, why you guys started that process of really branding a person's face. Um, and, and do you think that's the future or do you think that's age? How, how is that going to work with the new technology? Because most people want a trusted advisor with okay. their biggest asset, particularly a home. What's changed in real estate um, is what you're talking about is that the real estate agent tended to be the custodian of the of the the market, mm. the infor- market information yep. in their suburb. So if you went down and saw uh, Malcolm Gunning uh, down the road, um, you saw all his signboards with his face, and he's uh, he knows what's going on. He can price my house. Mm. But guess what? You can go online now, and with a very with a few clicks, yep. you can find out generally what your house is worth. So the valuation of your property is not so important. So what what the agents are doing now, what the residential agents particularly, they're saying, I'm the one who can achieve the best price for you. I've got the expertise. This is where they've moved to. Now, I've got the expertise to value add to your transaction. Yes. Because you've got a special home, and every home's special, as you know. Yeah. And mine's better than the one down the road. Sure. So, but I'm able to recognise that. I'm able to then put myself between the uh, prospective purchase myself, and I'm going to be able to get you the best price. Mm. And that's what the fees are paid for. Those that think that the process, and this is where the cynicism came from the public, because the public uh, started to believe that the process sold the house. Right. Okay, and also we agents in Australia, yeah. particularly a lot of the young ages, there's been so much money made out in, in real estate. Let there be no doubt, over the last five or six years, real estate agency, particularly residential real estate agency in Melbourne and Sydney, has yep. been a, a wash with money. Oh, well, we see that, yeah. The okay, so, you know, but we agents, might, you might put our um, images on Facebook, not so much an old bloke like me. Right. But a, a young ma, a young man or woman have uh, been very successful, made a lot of money. They have a photograph of themselves standing in front of a sold sticker, yes. sold the property, 10% over the reserve, and just in the corner of the signboard is their new Porsche. Yes. So what does Joe Public think about that? Okay? Mm. So most, uh, most people think, when you, as a business person, 
you don't care. Sure. Okay, because you can negotiate that. It doesn't matter. But a lot of a lot of people think, hang on here. Um, am I paying too much? Mm. Am I? Am I paying for their lifestyle? Paying for their lifestyle. So we become a bit brash. Yeah. Uh, and that's why in New South Wales and in, to a certain extent in Victoria, when all this underquoting legislation came in, mm. people got angry that the agent couldn't accurately tell them, a purchaser, tell them where they should be in the market to buy the property. Now, but the market went mad. Yes. But so a lot of trust, a lot of the agent collateral disappeared during that time. That the collateral was being the custodian of the market value. The market value now, um, you take more notice of CoreLogic, um, uh, domain mm. or real estate. Mm. That's where they they give you. They're the market monitor. So the agents lost a bit of lost that uh, mystique. Sure. And said, "Well, you, I'll tell you what your property's worth." And but Richard, you'd say to me, "But I already know what it's worth. I already know that it's worth this amount of money." Yep. Now, what are you going to do to get me a better price than that? Mm. And how much you going to and, uh, and how much you going to charge me? Mm. So then. The challenge for the real estate agents is how am I going to value add to that transaction when right. you take two or three two or three things away? So the value add is still very important then, but it's done in a different way. You, you asked about the agents have promoted themselves very well. Mm. So if you've been in an area for some time, and most real estate agents get themselves associated with an area. Yep. I've got grandsons that play footy out at um, out of Coogee. Yep. And of all the teams that are running around there, every I think every prominent real estate agent's got a tag on the shorts <laughs> or on the jumper. Yes, so, or what, what's that, what, what does that tell you? Yeah. That that agency is associated with that area. Sure. So what, what people want, people are becoming more village orientated. Yes. So they'll go to the local butcher, they'll go to the local whatever, solicitor. More communities. More yeah. community. So Malcolm Gunning or Richard is associated with that community. Um, they sponsor uh, the community. They give back to the community. They must mm. be good blokes or good people. So, so the branding and marketing, uh, what you're saying and what's possibly going to happen in the future, and, and it's already happening now, it's about making sure that, um, you know, if you want to drive that fancy Porsche, you've got to make sure that you put yourself in the community correctly and uh, do it well and be consistent in that. Correct. Mm. Very much so, but you also have to be innovative. So you have to understand that the public are not dumb anymore. No. Okay? So they're going to get more and more information, and the challenge for uh, the real estate agent is to be able to broker that information, be able to sift through and say, look, Richard, you've got those facts and figures, but let's just run through a few things here Mm. so we can get it very clear. This is what the buyer's going to be looking for in your property. Yeah. Okay? This is what sets your place apart or what it doesn't, and this is how we're going to market it. And, I, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, the future then will really be about providing a service as a real estate agent to stay in business. From what I'm seeing, what you're saying is providing a service that is, is second to none, providing convenience so that person can sell their property without having to do all that legwork, pretty much. True. And that's where the value will come it versus... Will. I mean, with these new portals come in, yeah, there's going to be platforms that connects the buyers to the sellers. 
happy days. But at the end of the day, people still want that 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 trust and credibility. Richard, not all will. Yeah. I, from the information that uh, we've got from the United States, which is a pretty sophisticated market over there. Sure. They've um, the real estate agents have lost upwards of twenty percent. It's quite a lot of the market in the last five years to um, areas which are low cost mm-hmm. uh, portals to sell your or your platforms to sell your property. Nick buys and sells straight away. We've got purple bricks coming in. Yep, which big is advertising. At the big advertising at the moment. So really, what happens is you transact your own property. You use is to go through. There's a set fee. You t- you get advice, but really you're the one. That you you are the vendor is the one that's driving it. So, and that makes a bit of sense sometimes. It and makes I'll be a lot of sense. It does. If particularly, and let's just talk about fees. Sure. So let's just talk. Um, here we are sitting in Surrey Hills. This is where the smash avocado on toast is all about, okay? <laughs> Let there be no doubt. And it's a highly desirable place to live. Lattes, yeah. You know, for the, uh, the baby boomer like me, the empty nester, or the professional wants to come and live here. So yeah. it's going to cost you $750,000 to buy a 55 square metre one better. Fair call, yeah. Okay? So a 55 square metre one better is a box. Yep. Strata box, a good location. What's unique about it is the lifestyle and probably the architecture of the building outside. Mm. So to sell something like that, you're probably going to be charged a fee of in the vicinity of ten to eleven thousand uh, dollars. That's at two percent. Um, let's just use that as an indicator. But you might be able to go to purple bricks, and you can sell that for half that fee. Yeah. Okay. So and you, you'd say to yourself, well, how hard is it to sell? Sure, that'd be the obvious question. I'd say the box. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So now. There's an agent I know that works this area that specialises in that sort of property. Yeah. And he'd, if I said to him, look, I can go to Purple Bricks, he said, I know you can. But I've got, an, I've got a group of buyers that are going to compete for your property. I've, I've sold so many over the last seven or eight years. I'll introduce this property to a group and I'm of the opinion that I'm going to be able to significantly add value to it. So if you're of the opinion mm. that it's worth 750000 I'm fairly confident I'm going to be able to get your price above that because I'll create the competition. Got you. Okay? And you'll go, okay, so this is the challenge now. Um, most of the savvy uh, uh, vendors will want to negotiate the fee. Mm-hmm. You get me a bonus, I'll pay you a bonus. Sure. Okay? And a good agent say, yep, I'll back my, I'll back my skill. Yep. If I get you a bonus, you, you give me a fat fee. Yep. Most people like that idea. Yeah, Some people sense. don't. Yeah. So... The whole way we're doing business is, unless the agent can value out of the transaction, yeah. they're going to get a very ordinary fee. They're going to be disrupted. Makes sense. And the ordinary fees, then what people, the consumers are basically wanting to say, hey, that's fine. You're a service provider helping me, or you're an expert that's going to get me the extra price. And if you do that, you'll be rewarded. You can go get your Porsche pretty much. Correct. You know what I mean? That's, Correct. that's Correct. the value there because Correct. you're selling a high priced item. Correct. So what does that mean for the industry? In Australia, now we've had, so let's Sydney and Melbourne. What we've got to understand too with this affordability debate that's going on, mm. and that's really only Sydney Melbourne debate. Yep. Other parts of Australia, and your viewers would know very well what happens in Western Australia. Prices are falling, sure. or Brisbane, or yep. you go to the Northern Territories up there the other yeah, way. Everybody's moving to different areas. Yeah, to but get that so real estate is not like it is in Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah. So up there, 
they'll gladly pay, uh, any outside of um, Sydney and Melbourne, most places, they'll gladly pay a fee for a real estate agent because buyers are not as scarce. Mm. You know, I've got to stop losing money because it's going back the other way. Right. So, th- so this is really very much a Sydney, Melbourne type thing. And this is where the Sydney and Melbourne really, if you want to play in this industry, the first industry for change, you have to be prepared for change. Otherwise, you're saying we'll move up in other areas where you can go back to old school business. Old school business, um, very much so. It's not going to be as much um, disrupted up there. Mm. When I was in uh, when I was in Darwin, yep. they, they wouldn't know what Purple Beach or <laughs> Rate My Agent is and that sort of thing. It's a very different marketplace. Yeah, no, that's really good. It's, it's really good. And it's so interesting because every industry is going through some sort of disruption right now. And it's great to understand that, you know, if, if they take the advice and if they, if, if they kind of work together within that industry body um, and not be so against it, there is, you know, ways to continue that business. It's just about, it's just about yeah. staying innovative. And how do you think um, a, a real estate agent um, should be marketing themselves to the consumer now? What that, do you think the best way for That's that a is? very, very good question. Um, having a, a, a profile of, uh, of an agent running around, being in the area, standing in front of a beach or a rural property or something like that, yep. I think they should be able to talk about the market. I think they should be able to give information. I'm always of the opinion when we go out there, we should tell the owner or a, or a landlord something they don't know. Right. Giving okay? a lot of value. Correct. So what happens is those, the, the, the owner or the landlord the property say, well, gee, I didn't know that. So first of all, they're recognising that you have um, some skill. Instead of just flashing your, um, your CV, they've, they've got to understand that you've got empathy yep. with them. You understand yep. my house. Yes. You understand what I know is good about my house. Mm. And then what you've got to have is they've got to have that uh, trust in your skill yes. as a negotiator. In real estate, there's an old saying, if you can't sell yourself, you won't sell the house. Mm. <laughs> I like this. So you're basically saying the first step is give value, give information that the consumer doesn't know or want to know, especially selling the house. Then they come to you and then they say, okay, you've got me, you've got me hooked in with the, the content and the value you gave me. Now do you have the credentials, the qualifications, the experience to actually sell my property? Correct. So instead of going straight to show the flashy car, show what I've done, you've got to go one step first and actually show a bit of value mm, on front end. Correct. Last question, how do you predict the future? Uh, our industry will continue to do very well. Yes. But the, the better agents will earn more. Yep. And the less professional agents will be disrupted. Love it. That's this week's episode of Industry Change. I thank you so much for your time. It's really great to get an understanding of your industry and how the REI uh, is going to take that forward. No, thank you very much. Thanks so much. It's been very enjoyable. Thank you.